0: Studies show visitors at a church will make their decision about the church well before the sermon has ever started. This means your first impressions and hospitality team will make or break the experience for people at your church. And if you don't have enough people on the team to welcome and greet those that come, then you're automatically shooting yourself in the foot. So in this episode, we're going to look at eight steps you can take to recruit more hospitality and first impressions volunteers. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now, here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy.
0: Well, several years ago when we started this new church in Kansas City, Missouri, as you know, with any church plant, you're just hoping that anyone and everyone who comes to the church is going to stay. As long as they breathe, you want them. Yeah, if, they, <laughs> if they have a pulse, are like, you have a pulse? Okay, you're in. <laughs> but the thing is... Uh, in order for people to come and stay, you, they have to have a good experience, and that starts as they're as they're walking into the doors, as they're entering the parking lot, no. and as a church plant we wanted to make sure that we put our best foot forward for people and they, and people had a great first impression because we know a first impression is a lasting impression exactly. for people. And so that's why we wanted to do everything we could to make sure we had all the people slated to uh, be at the, gre- the doors greeting, to be out in the parking lot helping, to be welcoming people as they walked into the gym, which is where we met. And, yeah. and all those different things was massively important. But what we realized is you can't just throw anyone in that. Yeah. You have to make sure you have the right people and so today we want to talk about eight steps to recruit hospitality volunteers that's going to help set you up for success and give the people that have come and visit your church and the people that attend your church a great experience week in and week out. So with that being said, let's go ahead and kick it off and start talking about the eight steps. Dick. Yeah, I
1: want to talk to you about the first two steps. The one, the first step you you, you might know, it, we're simply going to say, you need to pray for the right people. Because uh, your intelligence will only go so far. I mean, you're a very smart person, but the reality is we're, we're in an entity called the church, the lo- your local church, big church that we're part of, the small C, your church in your local community. You need the right people, yes. and you need for the Lord to direct you to the right people. Uh, you, you can't just fly past this one. You yep. better spend time in prayer. Yep. And um, w- whenever we're talking about something big in what we do and it's the same as what you do because recruiting first impressions people is big. We always go to prayer first. We absolutely go to first. Pray them in.
0: Well, and and God has the people right there. Exactly. uh, And He knows exactly what you need. Sometimes we don't know what we need or we don't see the people yet. And then by prayer, He brings someone to mind and says, hey, you should call this person today or, you know, however that looks,
1: it happens. And you'll be amazed at what happens that way. That's right. Second thing you need to consider is you need to be factoring or looking for people with outgoing personalities. Mm or uh, what we call people people. Uh, now, I will say, don't limit yourself to this. Don't say, oh, because this person's an extrovert, they'd be a good greeter. Uh, this person's an introvert, they'd be a lousy greeter. You, you can't say that. But I would start with your outgoing personalities. And by the way, you want them to be genuine. Yeah. You can have an outgoing personality person and they feel as phony as all get out. Mm-hmm. And you you don't want that. Outgoing personality. Yes, you can have introverts. Start with the outgoing personalities. So that's number two. Number three,
0: Jonathan. All right. So as you're talking to people about trying to uh, join the hospitality team, it's important to tell stories of life change because you want to help people understand how the hospitality, or you know, some call it first impressions, team, how the those teams of people um, have an impact on the overall mission. The reality is they do, and all the studies show that. Uh, when people come into the doors, especially visitors, they're making the decisions about the church before they enter the, the sanctuary, yeah. before they hear the sermon, they're making a decision. And so that means the hospitality, they're the front lines. And so you want to help them understand the impact that they have. And that can happen when you tell stories yeah. of lives that are being changed and uh, people are being impacted all because of what happened. And it's specifically, if you hear stories of how the church was so friendly or, you know, they felt so welcome, then you have to be shouting those stories from the rooftops because that's a direct connection, direct correlation to what they're doing because they're the ones creating that friendliness, that welcoming atmosphere, that positive environment that people
1: like when they come into the auditorium. And the longer you're around, you're eventually going to get some comment like this. Well, I don't know who that guy was out in the parking lot, but he was so happy. I just thought, man, this is the place for me. Well, it was Bubba. It was Bubba out in the (laughs) parking lot. But you better capture that story and spread it out. Oh, that that cute older Mm -hmm. couple at the front door. I just love that, you know, and sorry, pastor, to tell you, but just to verify what Jonathan said, long before your sermon. Starts. Yes. They've made their decision. Yeah. So this is why you need those yeah. and great when, people. And when you're
0: highlighting those stories like that, you're not only are you hopefully celebrating Bubba or the the couple that you mentioned, but you're also showing your hospitality team. That, uh, you know, what those people were doing is great and we want more they of that. And, 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 more and, of and so that's part of your recruitment process. You got to make sure that you're helping people understand why it is they're doing what they're doing. And they'll, say, to they'll say, I
1: want to be part of that. I want to be part of these people yeah. who are doing yeah. like this. So they're,
0: they're raising their hands saying, Yes, yeah. I'm in, I'm on before you even make the ask. Jonathan,
1: <laughs> sign me up. Will you? <laughs> Just sign <laughs> exactly. me up right
0: here. Exactly. All uh, right. The fourth, fourth thing
1: is you wanted to find the time frame. Now, it, you know, you've probably had it happen. I know the bull Both of us have had it happen where you get recruited and you're into like uh, volunteer purgatory. I mean, you're just (laughs) no offense to the Catholic uh, viewers here, but I'm telling you. You don't expect people are just going to stay forever and ever and ever. So if you, uh, now you want them to stay a long time, but define the period of time that you want them to serve. So you may say, okay, listen, we've got our um, our first impressions team uh, meeting uh, and they're the greeters, they're the car parkers, they're in the lobby, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want you to serve for six months. I want you to serve for 12 months. So, uh, you're, when you're signing on, you're making a commitment of this nature. Now, I've, I tell you, you will want them to sign on for a longer period of time than lots of people. The the as time goes on, and now you know we're into the 2020s, people are having shorter and shorter time commitments. Right. So you can whine about that as a pastor, church leader, as a recruiter, or you can just face the facts and recruit more and more and more potentially for shorter time frames. But the point is define it. You don't need your volunteers wondering, well, how how long am I supposed to keep doing this? Yeah. If they signed on uh, January to December, then they know. January December. If you make that definition clear, and uh, you'll be good to go.
0: Yeah. Now, of course, when you do that too, then you have to have some kind of mechanism. I'm assuming to follow up because of course, yeah. you, you know, they, you, the time's going to run out, and, and that's not fair to the person if you, if if you just keep trying to schedule them after December's yeah. over, and they're like, "Well, I thought I was just I going through it, December," yeah, yeah. you know. So, you want to make sure if you're going to define that time, that you literally define it, and then you have some sort of follow up, and yeah. that's that's probably a whole nother episode we could do, but. Yeah. Um, so, well,
1: Give us a flyover of these four points, Jonathan. Okay, just, to,
0: just to refresh, we talked about four out of the eight steps. First step is to pray for the right people. Second, look for outgoing personalities. Third, tell stories of life change. And then fourth, define the time frame. Now, in the next episode, we're going to cover the next four steps that you want to take that's going to really help you get the right people in your volunteer hospitality, first impressions team, and help you be more welcoming, more um, friendly Uh, as a church, so that as visitors are coming, they're getting that great top-notch experience, that over-the-top hospitality, five-star experience. Exactly, exactly.
1: You know, along with this, one of the things we want to encourage you to do as a leader, as a pastor, is to take a look at the five-day leadership challenge that we've created specifically for you to help you get better. Because when you get better, your ability to recruit better. Recruit, in this case, hospitality, first yeah. impressions people. Uh, the five day leadership challenge, you go to leaders.church forward slash challenge. That's leaders.church forward slash challenge. And, uh, it's very simply, if you did that today, uh, boop, this is day one and you'll get the first video. Uh, you need to slot, uh, put aside 15 minutes to walk through that video. There's a discussion guide that goes with it designed to help you work on you. Mm-hmm. To get better not the church not everybody else it's the five-day challenge for you and when you'll do this you're going to see some great things happen walk through the five days it's free to you there's no cost at all and it'll help you be a better leader and a better pastor right. as well i really want to encourage you to uh subscribe to the podcast platforms that uh whatever platform uh you're uh listening or watching this and certainly on youtube uh when you do that you're going to and help spread the word because we believe church tips is something that can help you, uh, it helps us, um, uh, and it helps us get the word out to more and more people. We've really enjoyed having you here today. We, we And we hope you really will uh, grab that next episode. It's going to help complete this whole uh, eight uh, eight points that we're talking about today, uh, the four today and four tomorrow. So anything else we want to add, Jonathan? That's it. What I forget? That's everything. Nothing? Okay. okay, thanks very much for being with us today. Make it a great one and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan
0: here, real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.